Hey there, it's me, Denise Lee, and welcome to the Introverted Entrepreneur Podcast, where we help improve your mindset and your money. And in today's episode, I want to talk with you about six ways. Yes, six ways I am encouraging you to step into your most authentic self. This is going to be straight from my heart to your soul, helping you to uncover and remove all the junky stuff that's blocking you from success and encouraging you to take yourself to the next level. You're going to get all these tips coming to you after this short break. Hey there, and we're back. But before we dive into today's message, I want to invite those of you who haven't yet subscribed, please go ahead and do that. That way, as soon as I drop a new episode, you'll be able to receive it immediately. And I want to invite those of you who have been listening and yet haven't done a review I would encourage you to do so. Not only it helps other people find me easier, it lets me know that you're enjoying the content that you're receiving. So thank you in advance for that. Now, this episode is really passionate for me because it's coming from a space where I've been doing a lot of introspection into how I run my business, how I'm envisioning impacting more people, what things I need to do for my own internal house clean. So what I'm basically saying is that I'm going to be swallowing the same medicine that I'm going to be dispensing out to you. So anytime, like just in general, I just want everyone to be just really, really clear. Every time I'm giving you or anybody else advice, it's something that I myself am working through. So I feel like as a coach, as I feel of myself as a healer too, I'm always thinking to myself, like, how can I improve? How can I refine myself so that I can be more of service? So again, this is something that I'm working through myself and I'm hoping that this will be really impactful and really powerful for you as well. Okay. Um, Number one, So I'm just going to go through all the steps, right, Um, all at once right now, and then I'm going to dive bullet by bullet. But let me just give you the 10,000-foot view here. Is Number one is removing the old messaging. Number two, quitting the comparison trap. Number three, giving yourself new messaging. Number four, slowing down. Number five, owning your gifts. Number six, nurturing your soul. Okay, so that's the 10,000 foot view. Now let's get straight into it. But I just want to make sure that you have that opportunity to see the roadmap of where I'm going with our time together. So number one, removing old messaging. Now for a lot of us, whether or not we like to believe it or not, we're walking around with messages from the people who had the most impact in our lives. It doesn't necessarily have to be from our family of origin. It could be messages from our first job or our first boyfriend or girlfriend or a significant impact. Um, it could be from our school uh, school years. It could be from, heck, even from our neighbor, but whatever Wherever the source is, they gave us messages. And we may not even realize we're carrying some messages. Some messages are obviously positive, like you can do anything that you intend to. It could be 
you are amazing and powerful. But for a lot of us um, who have been struggling with issues of self-worth and insecurity and doubt, it's messages like, don't really be visible. No one's going to pay attention to you. Or are you sure this is a good idea? Or the most um, one I've heard a lot, you're not capable of making money because you haven't done it in, in the past before. So we've been carrying for a lot of us so many messages. And so let me ask you a question. If you really sat down and thought about the message of, for example, I'm not capable of making money, where did that come from really? Did it come from your mother? Did it come from your dad? Did it come from... Um, from old bosses, like let's examine, really think about the origins of that. Because if we really sat down and kind of deduced about like the origin, we may be able to break its bond over us and be able to really step into our most authentic version of ourselves. Meaning that, for example, let's go back to this money story, like you're not capable of being money. Well, let's think about this for a second. Doesn't everybody start off with not making any money? Does doesn't everybody start off from point zero, like our step or step zero or you know, or the beginning, like where we have even tried, we're just starting. And isn't it true that with practice and with patience and with trial and error, we can all of us can are capable of making money? I want you to kind of be your own super sleuth and really deduce the fact from the fiction and really ask yourself, is this really the story that makes sense for me in my life today? Is this really the story that defines who I am in the future? And let's go even further with it. Let's say your um, your boss um, who told you you weren't capable of achieving things. Now think about this. Were they really coming from a place that they really were looking to help you succeed? Were they coming from a place where they really wanted to see you succeed? And so for me, it is completely unacceptable for me to own messages from people who wanted to hurt or harm me. I am completely unavailable to ingest messages from people who did not have my best um, self-interest and my, my best worth, my my had my best interest in mind for me, right? I don't own that. That doesn't come from me. Like messages from things that seek to diminish, devalue me aren't allowed in my life. So that has got to go. That is that energy, that negative toxic energy, even if it came from someone who I think cared about me, that doesn't belong to me. I give that back. I return to them feelings um, that make me feel insecure, feelings that make me feel devalued, feelings that make me feel that I am not capable of achieving the things that I know that's possible for me. So when you have those old messages that only make you feel like you are less than, first of all, examine where the roots are. Also, examine the authenticity, whether or not this is valid, whether or not this is even like realistic. And then lastly, if it's not lining up to who you know that you're capable of being, then it's time to return that. Like kind of like um, when you have like a little postage and you kind of write, 
that you get in the mail from someone that it's not intended for you as a wrong name or wrong address or whatever, you put return to sender. Well, I want you to return to sender back all those things that don't line up to who you know that you're capable of. Okay, let's dive into number two is quit the comparison trap. Now, this is really really especially hard for a lot of um, of women in particular um, who are trying to build their visibility on social media and they're just trying to just gain more followers or obviously gain more sales because it's like for me uh, followers doesn't mean a hell of beans if it doesn't translate into conversion, translates to sales. So it's not like we're trying to attract everybody. We're trying to attract the people who are wanting to pay us for our worth, pay us for our talents and our treasures, right? That is the people that we want to attract. We're not trying to attract everyone. So let's get out of the whole business of thinking we need to have a zillion followers because that's just nonsense. We only really want to talk with the people who really feel empowered by the message that we have to share. So let's just let's just dive into that, okay? Because that's really what really matters, okay? So, well, anyway, we're trying to compare ourselves to people who have like 5,000, 10,000, whatever that magic number in your mind is, who has social media followers, or the person online who talked about, I just earned 6 million or 5 million or whatever number that just makes you edgy and nervous and insecure, or or even the one the, the, that you see online that just has the fabulous photography, that just looks glamorous, that just looks like she's 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 at it, that she's crushing it, and you're just struggling to make a sale, wondering when your next sale is going to come. And all those feelings of just feeling less than, feeling that you're not capable, I just want you to just lean in and listen to the what I have to say next to you. And it's this, your journey is your journey their journey is their journey. It is a process. You will be guided to where God wants you to be at this exact moment in time. That's it. Case closed. For you to want to compare yourself is basically you telling God, higher power, uh, the spirit, the universe, however you want to call it, that I don't honor the process of refinement that you have for me. I don't value the the way that you're helping, you know, smooth all the rough edges, clean up the crap that's in my mind, clean up even perhaps the garbage people that's in my in my life right now, either physically or mentally. When you're trying to force yourself into a role that you're not ready to be in, it's going to be disastrous. So that that, that being said, comparison is basically trying to fit yourself into something that you're not ready to be in right now. I kind of think about it as when I was, um, you know, I, I've been on my weight loss journeys, you know, at various times throughout my life. And one of the things that I remember doing to help quote unquote encourage me to want to lose weight is I would purposely buy a dress that was like two sizes too small. Yeah, purposely. Have you done this? <laughs> if you have, you can just nod your head silently. You're just listening to me on audio. So don't worry. You don't have to admit this to anybody else. But the point is, I would purposely try to fit into something that wasn't sized right for me. 
And I would say, well, that if I just keep on squeezing myself into this too tight dress or the squeezing myself into these jeans, it will motivate me to want to lose the weight and be able to fit this appropriately. You know what usually ended up happening? It ended up being tossed in the far dark regions of my closet, never to see the light of day again. Because you know why? Because I felt every time I put on those jeans or the skirt or the dress or whatever, I would feel insecure about the fat folds around my waist or my or, or my hips or whatever. And then I would feel um, just less incentivized to even want to um, uh, lose the weight because I felt like this is impossible. This is not for me. This is not something that is doable. And I ended up not really doing any work. I set myself up for failure. And so think of that analogy for your own personal life. Like what are you doing for setting yourself up for failure by comparing yourself to someone else that's in the journey that was built explicitly for them. Their journey is their journey. So here's my advice. If you are feeling insecure and jealous and just feeling just so uncomfortable by somebody or something or whatever it been, I look, the best thing I can tell you is hit that mute feature, hit that unfollow button you know, or hit that unsubscribe button because look, you're not helping yourself. You're not helping your future self step into greatness and step into where you want to be by feeling like you have to compare yourself to somebody else. It is absolutely terrible for your mental health in the long run by doing that. And plus, when we're comparing ourselves to other people, we're actually being fake. And a lot of people can detect that. I've been reading a really interesting book. It's called Captivate by Vanessa Van Edwards. I highly encourage you to read it. It's kind of like this is a a spin on um, how to win Flint, how to win Friends and Influence uh, People by Stephen Covey, a kind of a modern take of it. And she recites, um, cites a lot of stuff from her uh, studies um, in from her company, The Science of People. And one of the things that she talks about is how people can easily pick up on fakeness. And she did a, little, a short little study in the book. It's mentioned about sm- body language, specifically smiles. And she did she had one specific study that just caught my attention. And in it, this particular study... They interviewed about 4,400 people and they asked them to review smiles, one fake, one genuine. And would you believe after after almost 4,400 people, 87% of them were able to deduce the fake smile. Isn't that incredible? 87% people off the cuff can deduce a fake smile. And so here's the thing. You trying to compare yourself, you trying to mimic and try to pretend to be someone you're not is actually futile because people can pick up on that energy. That energy is so real. Do not even minimize that for a second. Um, And so that actually um, will help you to understand like if you're not owning yourself, if you're trying to be inauthentic, if you're trying to step into a role, a big, a pig pair of shoes, and in my case, a skinny pair of 
dress or or our jeans. Like it's not helping you. Be you. Be you, the most authentic version of you. Stop trying to compare. Stop trying to be someone that you're not. If you need help just stepping into that most authentic version of yourself, let's work with each other. I want you to go on denisegeely.com and yeah, go ahead. I know you've been thinking about it. Go ahead, go on denisegeely.com. Hit that work with me tab. I've got a list of little questions to make sure that I know we are a good fit with working with each other. And let's talk. I want to help you emerge to your most authentic self. Do not feel discouraged that maybe you don't have the time or you don't have the money. Look, here's the thing. If you truly want transformation, for your life, if you truly want change and not just your business, but just in all areas, I want to help you. I know if you feel propelled to take that next step, I want to hold your hand and walk with you along the way because I believe that all of us are destined for great things. All of us are capable of achieving above which we ever thought was possible for us. So if you're feeling that, Go on denisegeely.com, hit that work with me tab, and let's get talking because I believe your best self is waiting for you. All right, let's get back into this. I've been, I felt myself getting all powered up just talking with you about that because I just really want to help transform lives. Okay, number three, give yourself new messaging. About, uh, Four or five years ago, no, I take that back, even before then, beginning of my marriage, my husband recommended me to read this book from Napoleon Hill. It's called Think and Grow Rich. And if you haven't read it, I highly, highly recommend that you do so because part of stepping into your most like fabulous, authentic self is about giving yourself new messaging. And it's about the thought of once, like nature abhors a vacuum, right? So if you're sitting and you're removing all the toxic messaging, if you're stopping removing all, you know, the, the desire to compare yourself or trying to be somebody else, like unless you quickly fill it in with something that is positive, is nurturing, it is amazing, like that negative energy will quickly come back in. So this is like that that magic sweet spot where you've kind of cleaned up all the crap, you've nurtured yourself, and you're ready to give yourself some new messaging, right? So what message do you want to tell yourself? This is beyond making money. This is about asking yourself at the core of who you are, What story are you telling yourself? Are you kind? Are you positive? Are you gregarious? Are you vivacious? Are you strong? Are you confident? I want you to start asking yourself the messages that really define who you are at the core. Every single one of us is amazing. Every single one of us is capable of doing things that would even blow our minds. But the first step, 
the first step of stepping into that side is telling yourself over and over and over again until it sounds old and tired, right? That you believe these new stories. Because here's the thing, if you start believing the stories about who you are, that you're fabulous, that you're wonderful, that you have worth, you will start internalizing it. And once you start internalizing it, then you can start to manifest it. This is how it starts. It starts with just a desire. Then it becomes an obsession. Then it becomes something that just captivates you. And then you will start doing things that will motivate you to get to where you know you are internally. It's making the internal external. So start giving yourself some new messages because I know that you are capable. And while you're doing that, perhaps that leads us into step four is we need to slow the heck down. You know, this is true confession. A lot of us, um, especially if you're listening to this, um, you are a person of urgency. You are a person that just wants things done like lickety split yesterday, right? You have been wanting it like nobody's business. And that hunger, that desire is admirable, but that also can lead you into burnout. It can lead you into frustration, It can lead you into doing some stupid, stupid decisions. I, I have true confession. I have been been burning through Facebook accounts um, because I try to do one thing and stupid. I get kicked out. I got. I try to do another thing. It's stupid. I get kicked out. So I'm just, (laughs) I'm laughing because if I had to be honest with you, it was all wired from my desire just to. Just try something new and fun, and, and not care about how how Facebook works or how any all these all these platform works, and and it's coming from an energy of having to do everything at once just now, and that manic crazy energy. My question for you, love, is: Are you coming from an energy of trusting and believing that your creator knows you and? wants you to be your most authentic self? Are you coming from an energy of mania and thinking that somehow that God doesn't God doesn't have your back, that you can figure this out all by yourself, right? That you don't need anybody. Please slow down. Please, please slow down. Please know that there's not this invisible deadline clock that if you don't do it by year 2020 on March 5th, you know, or whatever date that you have assigned in your mind, that it's not game over. Please, honey, you know that you have great gifts. I know you have great gifts, but by trying to rush it, you're actually robbing the person who needs your gifts the opportunity to meet you quicker. Yeah, I said that. By you trying to fast track, you are robbing that person that needs your guidance, that needs your expertise, that needs your wisdom from meeting you. Because if we keep on fast tracking things, we make mistakes. We make then we have to take another step backwards. Then we then we feel like we got to play catch up, and then we take two more steps backwards, and we're delaying that opportunity to meet that 
person that needs our message. So slow down. Remove the deadline clock. You deserve it. Your future customer deserves that. Okay? Number five, own your gifts. Now, here's the thing. My podcast is called The Introverted Entrepreneur for a Good Reason. For the longest time, honestly, I truly believe that I was an extrovert. And let me tell you why I thought I was an extrovert. Because I was the most vivacious. I was the most outgoing. I was the most talkative person of my crew, the people that I hung around with. But here's the thing. I always felt so tired and drained after a long day of talking and socializing. And I just thought all extroverts did that. Like they all needed some time to recharge. And then someone told me like, Denise, that's what introverts do. Introverts need time to relax and recharge and rejuvenate. And for me, I was trying to act and think and be something that I really wasn't. Now, don't get me wrong. I love to talk with new people. I love exploring. I love connecting. But at the same time, I know me well enough where I need those times to sit back. I need those times to, you know, rest. Dear one, if you're listening, are you trying to be someone that you're not? Are you trying to step into a space where you're thinking you're something that really, when you thought, think about it honestly, it really doesn't belong to you? I want you to own who you really are. I want you, if you are an introvert, then you need to start manifesting things that make sense for you. For all of my clients, I tell them to own the power of the scheduler. I just found out a couple of days ago that heck, you can even schedule posts on Instagram too. Game changer. You don't have to be online 24-7. You don't have to be posting content 24-7. You don't have to be doing Facebook Lives or IG Lives or Lives, period. You need to step in and own into what feels so good for you, where you can still connect, that you can still share, but you can do it in a way where you don't feel drained and uncomfortable. Because what good are we doing any of our clients by forcing ourselves into situations and roles and places where it doesn't make sense? One of the things I've heard so much from is that I've got to, in order to grow my business, I've got to be on social media and I've got to write five emails a day and I've got to have all these sales pages and I have to have 10,000 offerings and I have to blah, 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 blah. And then I will live the most authentic life for me, the most like awesome life. Once I just do a bunch of things that make me feel drained and uncomfortable. When you say that out loud, does that sound crazy? So don't do that. Don't do that. Don't drain yourself trying to be someone that you're not. Start writing down all the things that make sense for you, things that nurture your soul, things that you can do where you can still show up and you can still be present, but you're not draining yourself at the same time. Because I don't think that your best self deserves to feel drained and and tired and overwhelmed and exhausted, don't you think? 
Lastly, let's talk about nurturing your soul. Now, I um, love, 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 love um, listening to Gina DeVee. She is just some someone that I've just been really um, enjoying listening and sharing and sharing her, listening, sorry, listening to her inside and sharing some tips and whatnot. And I remember one time I was listening to her talk about um, wearing um Mass, like facial masks, like mini little facial masks. And she was talking about um, one particular face, facial mask that she was getting from Sephora. And that got me fascinated because I realized that, you know, I have got kind of oily combination skin and especially around the T-zone area. And I was thinking of kind of ways to kind of just nurture my skin because skincare is becoming an absolute must for me in my life. And so anyway, listening to her talk about um, wearing a mask got me into wanting to kind of wear masks myself. And that has been really fascinating me such that I have been on my, it's been a mission for me to run around and start collecting masks. In fact, I'm looking at a mask that I just bought the other day. It's a charcoal peel off face mask. And I find it really uh, fascinating because it's just like, I'm finding like little small ways where I can nurture my soul, where I can, I nurture my soul by taking care of myself. I want you to start thinking about ways where you can start nurturing yourself, making yourself feel good because stepping into your most authentic self, stepping into that zone means that you're doing little things. It doesn't have to be expensive things, but just little things that make you feel good, make you feel special. Okay, uh, that is it. Let's go down the list, um, one through six. Remove old messaging, quitting the comparison trap, trap. Stop trying to be fake. Stop trying to be someone you're not. Number three, giving yourself new messaging. Number four, slowing down. Number five, owning your gifts. And lastly, number six, nurturing your soul. But it could be nurture your body. Whatever feels good for you. I know that you are capable of doing so many things, but you have to take care of yourself. You have to take care of yourself because someone is waiting for you. Thank you again for listening. If you have any questions or you know what you want me to kind of dive into anything else, send me a message at hello at denisegeelee.com. I would love to talk with you and continue the conversation because I know that someone out there who has been listening for a while has just been dying to ask me a question. So I want to extend the invitation for you to connect with me. That is it. Um, I am looking forward to talking with you again in the future. So take care and be awesome.